Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Guys, Ralph Malbro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hard Hide. Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hardhide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. If only Michael Thomas was as fire on the field as he is on social media. Plus, are the Saints ever going to hire an offensive coordinator? Maybe Dave can tell us with his sources. Thomas, hit that intro. (laughs) Welcome to the award-winning Saints Happy Hour podcast. Seriously, this podcast has won awards. American standards are dropping every day. The show features Ralph the best host in the world who can barely pronounce his own name, much less anyone else's. Marcus Colson, Colston, I mean, uh, Marcus Calloway. Dave is that dude who loves taking bathroom breaks. He's mad about almost anything, so make sure to lower your volume when he speaks. Put that freaking clown meme back up that I made. Andrew has sources, watches tapes, and knows football. He rarely shows up on time and wants to commit crimes to help the Saints win. Sean Payton would have done illegal things. Don't tell me I'm wrong because you know it's true. Oh, and there's also Kevin, who is great at doing mock drafts, but struggles to actually watch Saints games or have a functioning relationship. Budrich wants to know how uh, the doctor's doing. That that ended. Anyway, grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy the insanity. (laughs) All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Presented by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. I'm Ralph Marlboro. I'm joined by the whole crew, Dave, Andrew, Kevin. Also, hello to everybody watching on the live stream on Twitch right now. I can see Jerry, Bulldog Saint, Noel Lafredo, Jason Champagne, Budrich. I saw Andrew's dad coming in and out. He might have internet connections or something. But thanks to everybody who's joining us on the live stream. On tonight's show, we're going to talk about Michael Thomas going scorched earth. Dennis Allen. And Todd Bowles, uh, they had a uh, offensive coordinator battle, battle royale, but uh, it's, it's not going to happen because Gerard Johnson went back to the Texans. Uh, plus, we're going to take your questions, mailbag, and a lot more. Uh, but before we start, remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcast. And I also have to mention about our 
MVP contest. Listener Vince in Maine sent us a signed Deuce McAllister jersey. So we're going to raffle that thing off. Weekly MVPs get their shot at having a signed jersey from the Saints legend. And if we reach $100 in donations tonight, the MVP will choose which mini bar bottle from my gigantic mini bar bottle booze collection I'm going to poison myself with. Uh, tonight, I'm drinking, uh, Dave, I forgot, but somebody sent me tequila, uh, gave me tequila at the live show. Fancy, Ugh. fancy bottle. Um, it had a, it had a, uh, like a, it was sealed. I had to get the bottle opener to open it. It looks, it looks tremendous. And that then looks like it might actually be good. I don't, it might look. be good. It smell it's, it, it smells really good. And then I got another thing from Monadula, orange Noller. He gave me, <laughs> he gave me specific instructions to not do it like a shot. That so we're doing that's, it like da- that's dangerous, and I should that, that under no circumstances he did it in all caps. Um, Monadula, you're not American, and you're definitely yeah. not at the boss of me. That's right. I'll do it as a shot. <laughs> that's Man, right. that's that's a tough choice. You know, whoever wins the donation thing, that? like choosing between tequila and whatever garbage hey, Monadula Sally, I need sent assistance. you. Yeah, it's probably Wait, so illegal in half the countries in the world. What is that stuff called? I'm gonna look. I want to look. Orange this up. Noller. I don't know. Spell that. Spell that. Spell that. Orange. Orange with a J because the Netherlands oh, okay. are weird. Orange. And then, and then Noller. But yeah, Dave, spell, I, that. I, spell it. Spell Noller. Yeah, yeah. First of all, we know you're mispronouncing it. So like you you pronouncing it incorrectly is not going to help Dave spell it. So K N K N A L L E R. I think Montadula is full of crap Got because the 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 the, the 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 volume by alcohol is only twenty percent. So like uh, it's not now. All right. Well, I'm looking this up right now, I and it's Montadula is a scare tactic. No. To okay. Scare me. Wait, I'm looking it up right now, and this says it has a delicious citrus flavor. What the, this, 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 what maybe is that? you don't want to eat delicious. Up, maybe that's not the uh, drink that. Yeah, yeah we're doing te- we're doing tequila. Wait, this is this is the description: the perfect shot for any orange-themed party, King's Day, oh. or matches with the Dutch national teams. Uh, this liquor has a vivid orange color matching the theme, and a delicious citrus flavor with an emphasis on orange. Of course, they put Let's mayonnaise be- on French fries, Dave. The the, the, the Dutch don't stone. know what delicious. I, I is feel now. like this is like uh, those were, when Monadula learned about waffles. drinking when he was sixteen. Someone told him it, this was awful, and so it's like a relic from his memory. Oh, maybe so. That's what this feels like. He did send me some other things um, that are like bigger, but we'll, he'll probably correct me or whatever. But anyway, we'll, we'll, the drop shot. You're, you're you're doing the tequila first. Do Let's do we do? Donate a hundred bucks. I'll drink one. You donate some more. I'll drink both. I got the I got the old puke bucket right there. We're good. Um, remember to We're consider ready. donating via Stream Elements by typing exclamation point donate in the chat and click the link that appears. Twitch takes about 50% if you donate using bits. So this way you can spend less money and it's easier to get me drunk. It's a win-win. Even Andrew knows how to do it. And remember, the greatest $20 you can spend worldwide text-to-speech donations. You spend 20 bucks. British robot guy interrupts the show and says whatever you typed. Uh, best $20 you can spend. Thomas, do we have an MVP leader Don't yet? forget to install Dave with the... Whoa, what's that? Nothing. What? My phone. Jesus. I'm, looking up, I'm watching speaking a video of, about, speaking of insulting about Dave. this liquor. This orange liquor. Speaking of insulting Dave. Uh, MVP Apparently Andy, there's a whole uh, we song had to, about it. Uh, thanks, Badrich, for 
Thanks, Budget, for subscribing for 29 straight months with donation message. Wow. Did Saints mm. even bother offering Gerard a job? So we are at 5%. And last, <laughs> and last week... Oh, speaking of, Jason Champagne, thanks for 10 bucks. Jesus, Dave. Jesus. <laughs> Jason Champagne with donation message for Ralph's liver transplant. So we at 15%. And wow. last week, Cajun Sands won with 300 buckaroos, by the way. Cajun Sands is, is the man. Dave, um, for the love of God, God can you please. stop? Whatever that is, stop it. So oh, I'm, I'm, drinking, I'm drinking strawberry uh, lemonade with uh, hard hide. Strawberry whiskey, because it's amazing. Uh, what are we drinking tonight, boys? Andrew, yeah, what are you drinking? Uh, I, I made myself a Sazerac. Oh, well. Homemade Sazerac. So. Way to be bougie. Look, here's a picture of a girl taking a shot of that orange stuff. Uh, so it can't be that bad. Can't be yeah, that yeah. bad. What are, you uh, saying? what are you saying? Are you being sexist? Are you saying women no, can't I'm handle saying, shots as well as no, men? I'm saying that uh, Manadula is a wuss. Uh, I'm drinking Ghost in the Machine. I don't know if you can see that. Kevin, are you drinking throat coat or throat. are you drinking actual crooked stick? Throat coat. Uncle, Uncle Nearest. All right. So... Uh, Don Checo re just reminded us in the chat, Ralph, that because Cajun Sands donated 300 last week, you have to start the show with a shot. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. So, so, Did we say uh, that? That, that, that percentage donation is going to the second shot. Yeah. But go ahead and take the tequila. Thank you, Don Checo, for the reminder. Thanks for that. Well, this smells actually good. It's big, though. It's a big, it's a big shot of tequila. I forgot, and I apologize. Somebody brought this to us at the live show, and I'm just getting around. You know how that the good tequila, like it smell, it just smells smooth. This smells smooth, but it, I'm scared because it's big. It's big, yeah. That's what she said. Is he going to be able to take the whole thing? Oh, wow. He took that like a champ. Wow. That's what she said. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh damn. That is not a smooth tequila. That burns. Hey, Sally, I need assistance. <laughs> God damn. Trickery. Trickery. Getting the, getting the night off to a good start. Oh. All right, Thomas, I'm calling an audible. I the know puke meter. On the, the puke meter. That's like a six and a half. Six. six. I know Dave gets <laughs> mad. doing half numbers. Go no ahead. I don't get mad. Don't remind me, man. If Ralph gives, if that's Ralph expected, gives a half, it's automatically rounded down. That's yeah, expected, Ralph, man. Ralph, like Ralph, can't like understand the rules of engagement here. <laughs> Every week he gives a half number. He's such a bad host. Well, he's just such a degenerate. Like, he doesn't believe in whole numbers. Like, everything's got to That's right. Be I, that's right. That's right. I, I've, I've, I've been gambling since I was 18. I, he doesn't I understand whole numbers. I don't understand whole numbers. That's a good my, point. My, I have to vent about this for a quick second. My my business, when we have meetings, we, we have a list of issues. Any Anyone that's in a company that operates on and EOS. Andrew's, Andrew's name is top three on that list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who uh, operates on EOS, if if you're in business, you know what EOS is and you know what I'm talking about. But we, we have a list of issues and you rank them one, two or three. And I don't know half the people is. at my half the people at my company are like, yeah, I'll give that a two and a half. Those aren't the rules of engagement. It's one, <laughs> two or three. It, they're clearly stated. 
That's how we do it. One, two, or three. Pick a number. I get two and a half all the time. Damn, you so. work with Ra- Ralph's relatives or something? Ralph, I, I deal with this at work during the day. I come at night on the podcast. And you're doing the same shit to me, dude. Sorry. My brain short circuits all day long. I can't handle Andrew, it. What do you do? <laughs> I, I work you for it. You come at night. Yes. <laughs> Albie Mourinho says yeah. tequila and Ralph are old friends. Not really. I'm, I was never a big. I was never a big. Um, I was never a big tequila guy in college. In college, I was a big on the Boone's Farm. Oh my God! Oh. Well, that ex- that explains everything. Oh. No wonder Boone's you farm. have a. No wonder you. So can drink we're, anything. we're we're calling an oh. audible. We're calling an audible, Thomas. We're going to flip the, the 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 number one and two topics. Listen, uh, we were going to talk about Michael Thomas off the top, and we're going to get to him. Trust me. But I want to start with the OC search because it continues and Saints Twitter, as we're recording this live stream on a Tuesday, they are freaking out because Gerard Johnson was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm staying with the Texans. Uh, he told all the teams that interviewed with him that he interviewed for that he's not interested in being an offensive winner. And it's annoying for a lot of reasons. But Andrew, my main reason is like, why do we have to pretend that like the Saints are the only team that that dude interviewed with multiple times? He interviewed multiple times with the, with the Tampa, with Pittsburgh, like a bunch of teams, and now Saints Twitter is freaking out that like Gerard Johnson staying with the Texans. It means like the Saints are like a poverty organization, and no one wants the job. Look, here's how it works when you're an agent. When you feel like your candidate is not getting the job, you put teams on the squeeze, and you tell them, look. If you don't hire him, I'm going to give you a deadline. If you don't hire him by then, we're going back to the old team. And a lot of teams were like, okay, sounds good. (laughs) So I, I, I tweeted this a moment ago. Like, let me give you guys a little decoder. When you get a tweet that says, blank has decided to stay at this location, which is effectively a demotion compared to the jobs he's interviewing for, for less money, it means he didn't get the job. I don't know what else to tell you. The Saints aren't hiring him. He's not the guy. Well, and, and listen. I liked him. Look, I, yeah. I like I, Houston. What they did this year was interesting to me. Obviously, the attachment to Stroud makes me interested. But I don't know how much louder I need to say it on the show. The Saints were awful at running the ball. If you paid any attention to how... The Texans ran the ball this year. Awful. You would know it wasn't great. And, that and thing, so if and they that, want to transform yeah. their scheme, if they want to transform their approach to running the football, an obvious point of reference is San Francisco, right? And the fact the Saints haven't hired anyone yet, part of it is that head coaches have to get hired first and there's a downstream trickle from there. The Saints aren't the only one waiting to make a move here. So they're... They're at the expense of other decisions that get made upstream of OC jobs. But also, like, at this point, it should be pretty telling that they're waiting on someone that's not, they're not able to hire yet. Well, here's the thing, Kevin. That's all reasonable. But I spend like nine hours a day on Saints Twitter, and Saints Twitter is not reasonable. I feel like every hour that passes, Saints Twitter... And a little part of me, I will be on. I will be transparent with the people. People know I don't. I, I, I'm honest with the people. A little part of me, I get like a little bit more worried that like Gruden is lurking. 
Like every hour that passes, every day that goes by, and they don't hire somebody, I worry it's little John Gruden is lurking. He's Listen, eating it's uh, know, whatever, and I know you you're scared of Gruden, and you you hate it almost as much, maybe more than me. Listen, uh, if I knew you were going to say that, I would have had Tomas get the soundbite from uh, Talladega Nights, where Michael <laughs> Clark Duncan just shouts, "Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby!" <laughs> like we should just have that queued up every time you mention Gruden by name, because uh, yeah, I, I I I don't want that. Um, all the people worrying about who this guy, you know, oh, the Steelers signed Arthur Smith. Now, I mean, not that anybody wanted Arthur Smith to come to the Saints, but, oh, Gerard Johnson's doing this, funny, Ben though. Johnson's doing this, Andrew Johnson's doing this, uh, you know, Jack Johnson did this, Wasn't Lyndon Bay Johnson did this. <laughs> All these Johnsons are doing this, that, or the other thing. Let's let's not worry. Like the Gruden thing is hanging over everything. It is, as far as I'm concerned, the Gruden thing is hanging over everything. Everybody's flipping out over that. Let's wait till they name somebody first. Okay, so we're get we're get, we're gonna we're gonna be yelling at one another, saying, "Oh, this guy didn't want to come to the Saints." Because the Saints are a train wreck, so he decided to stay in Houston at a, at a uh, lower job. So that clearly means that he turned the Saints down, be- and the Saints are a train wreck, and everybody should go die in a fire over there. <laughs> or, no, the Saints said, okay, well, we're not interested, or something happened, and they just said, we're not interested. <clears throat> oh, well, the Saints are idiots. They let well, this guy walk. And all this other kind of stuff. We, we are we are beating ourselves up. We are beating ourselves up. It is going to be a long off season. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the draft yet. We haven't like we, we haven't gotten to free agency. There's no like like my God. You we are going to burn ourselves out. Well, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm saying we the royal we. I'm not getting in on this shit. I refuse right, yeah, to. Sure. I'm, I'm yeah right. Arms length, kid, folks. Arms length. Protect well, your peace, as Bomani Jones would say. Protect your peace. So, it's an- whenever you feel your blood pressure spiking, whenever you feel your nostrils flaring, like uh, like Dave's do every now and then, take a deep breath. Take a step back. Do whatever you got to do. Go, you know, drink some throat coat, whatever, and just chill out. Dave, Complain you... about something when something happens. Well, I you know what I was going to say is like it's kind of obnoxious for fans to get involved and complain about all this stuff. Like, you know, it's one thing you want to complain about the on-field product. You can see that. But like none of us see anything that's going on behind the scenes, that's what's right. happening in interview rooms, that kind of stuff. Like you you know nothing. You think you know, but you don't, you don't know, know. And you never, and you never will. will. Like, like it's ridiculous. Like we're we're you know we're analyzing and overanalyzing and and you know just like meetings that are happening behind closed mm-hmm. doors in office buildings uh like this is it's it's ridiculous this is well i think that's yeah i think you're spot on dave i i think it's reached a fever pitch with anti da and look like i was on record as saying after the season like i would have 
let him go. I would have parted ways with DA. Yeah. So I get it. Like I get it. But I think a lot of fans are so dug in now anti-DA that the minute anything remotely that could be possibly perceived as bad happens, it's like, you see, I told you we should have fired DA. And it's like, <laughs> okay, let's hang out. Hang on a second. Let's relax. The same, I, I don't think there's any way around the reality that the saints are going to have to get lucky with this hire. Like I kind of look at it like when they hired Sean Payton, Sean Payton, by the way, was a guy whose resume came with, he was demoted by Jim Fossil. His play, right. his play calling was taken away from him. Oh, and, Matt Ryan. <laughs> Can't wait to hear this. Saints OC interviews are going as well as Kevin's recent dates. Jeez, oh, ouch. From the top ouch. rope. You boy, Allen. No, the interviews are going better because Ooh. the interviewees <laughs> are actually meeting with the fucking yeah. team and right. ain't nobody meeting with me even when right. we schedule a date. Right. Dennis Damn. Allen isn't showing up to airline drive with the... Uh, the potential new OC. Uh, Plague Bonanza. Just standing him up and not showing up. And maybe. <laughs> maybe if maybe if Dennis Allen had Italian tapas, things that's would right. be going that's right. smoother. Maybe That's right. Maybe if they didn't meet on Airline Drive and they went across the street to um, yeah. uh, Sonic, where they have Italian tapas. So yeah. That's I mean, the reality there. is the Saints are a team that didn't make the playoffs. They're a team that, you know, has Derek Carr as their quarterback. Not super exciting. They're a team that well, that's has putting him a DA as a head coach who probably starts on the hot seat, right? Like he goes mm -hmm. one and four to start the season. He might get fired. So, I mean, let's not be under any illusions here. Like it's not the greatest job. Now, there's only 32 OC play calling jobs in the league. So why is it not a good it, job? Well, it's appealing in that it's an offensive coordinator job on an NFL team. So like, yeah, there's tons of coaches that want that, but as it's far not as like it, offensive coordinator. As far as comparable, it's not a good coordinator positions. There, there, there's, a, there's, se there's several reasons. It's not a good job, Kevin. I, I think number one, like, Right now, New Orleans isn't a great place to live. Coaches evaluate that. They got especially the young guys, the hot shots that are thirty-five. They probably have young kids and a family, and like wow, we're taking New, a New City now. I mean, huh? I mean, look, like New Orleans is probably not at the top of the list for some of those guys. I mean, if you're comparing it to other teams, number two, you have a coach that's kind of on the hot seat to start the season. I just said that. Number three, like. I don't know. Like, there's some things to like about the offense. You have Olave, you have Taysom Hill, you have mm -hmm. Shahid, but like, it's it's not like the Chargers' job, right? It's not like you have Justin Herbert. So, yeah, I don't know. And it's not the best. I, I think I think your point right. about stability is is a valid, a, a really valid one because it you know. The wives of NFL coaches, like, they run the house. They make all the decisions. They do all the moving and stuff, right? So, like, I could see it, like, I like it here. I like working for Kyle Shanahan, Brian Greasy. Like, why Why are we going to pack up and go to New Orleans? Like, DA, oh. he might get fired out of a cannon by Halloween yeah. if he starts bad. I'm not. Go ahead, Kevin. You've got something important go to ahead, say. Go ahead, Kevin. Here. But that's my point. 
That's my point. If the What's guy... Okay, chaos is a ladder, okay? <laughs> you get hired as the offensive coordinator for a coach that is on the hot seat who is a defensive-minded guy. Chances are, whenever a coach gets fired, they try to go in the opposite direction. You, 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 you right. fire an offensive guy, or you let go right. of an offensive guy, you bring in the defensive guy, vice versa. Right. So... Let's say they fight. Let's say DA starts the season one and four, and they shit can him. They're not going to have any coaches just sitting around waiting. Like, I mean, Bill Belichick, for all we know, may enjoy being on television, or he may, between now and then, have uh, picked up the wrong grail, drank from it, and may he'll have completely be, disintegrated into dust. He'll be on his yacht, circumventing the world, milf hunter. Wait a minute. Shows Mickey Loomis. Mickey Loomis and Gale are going to look to that nice, fresh, neat, and tidy offensive coordinator and say, you be the interim head coach for this entire year. There you go. You have now leapt up two spots on the ladder. You've gone from position coach to OC. Now you suddenly are a head coach. And then at that point, the future is in your hands because if you do really well, they're never going to fire you. Like a, you force, you force their hand. They're going then, then you've, then you've just, you've just coached yourself into a head coaching yeah. job. And, then, uh, and if you don't, and if you, and if you, you do coach, poorly, or or you coach yourself well enough to where they say, okay, we want to completely have a whole new thing. We'll let you go. But you, as a head coach, did well enough that some that maybe somebody looks at you down the line for a head coaching job. At the very least, you can get another OC gig. Yeah, and. Well, that's the thing I was going to say. People, I did, opportunity, I bro- folks. Opportunity. Look, well, I broke my rule. I broke my rule, Dave. I searched myself. You can buy fifty Airbnbs in New Orleans with the kind of money that an OC gets. I bu- I broke. I broke my own rule. I searched myself. God knows Twitter. New Orleans don't regulate it. I didn't realize that people on Saints Twitter they accused me of toxic positivity. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know that was a real thing. What a toxic positivity. I mean, is that what your arm was infected with? That's so. I didn't even know. Brilliant. There are, you know what? Honestly, there are worse things to be called. uh, So, so I'm just gonna. uh, But that's great. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm gonna indulge myself in it. I'm gonna make the case. Listen, Dave Canales went from quarterback coach to head coach in a year because he got Baker Mayfield. To be the to lead the twentieth best offense in the NFL, I can make the Saint the case that like you become the Saints' offensive coordinator and you just maintain what Pete has. You you, you finish about ninth. You get that running game instead of being last. You're twentieth, and you get a couple breaks. You go ten and seven instead of nine and eight. You win a playoff game, and suddenly you're the hottest chick in the world and everybody's like the dude who fixed david carr and won a playoff game with david carr he's the gotta have item kevin's clearly not dating that chick but um also Derek carr yeah you said david carr his name is Derek. but i I think you're on to something ralph with that and and kevin i i also think you made a great point but i think you guys all i think i think everybody makes great points you know we we, we'll see what happens yeah, well, we're know, talking about the we human side of, you know, you're talking about wives and families and picking up and leaving. And you, you're, you know, you're talking about the human yeah. side of this. Like, 
there there's it's different strokes for different folks like you have some coaches some coaches that might be willing to pick up and leave and and give it a shot Mm -hmm. some coaches that are older that might not want to you have some coaches that might see the opportunity like kevin said where hey i can come to this franchise where maybe they might fire the coach in the middle of the season and maybe i'll get elevated to uh uh, to head coach interim like you might have people that see that we yeah, had coaches. Or you might, you might have people. You might have people that that see it, like we said earlier, that say this is a sinking ship, and I don't want anything to do with it. I I, I want to stay away from it. Uh, like it's just there. There are a hundred and something coaches out there, and they all are different, and they all have different personalities and uh, and and risk and aversions to risk and that kind of stuff. So like, who, who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? And by the way, if a coach comes here to, to live in New Orleans, they're living in Metairie. They're not going to live in New Orleans. In 2000, or they're living on the North Shore. In right. 2005, when a, a, a Category 5 hurricane, I know it was three when it hit land or whatever, but like a, a massive hurricane leveled the city, leaving it virtually unlivable. Correct. The Saints mm-hmm. were able to land a Super Bowl winning head coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no way. We are currently facing longer odds than that right now. That's right. Yeah, right. Well, we're not. It's more attractive any, than any that. Any of you on Twitter that are pretending that yet. this job is less appealing than it was in 2005 are kidding yourselves. And you know what we did with that coaching staff that we hired? We won a Super Bowl. So, look, I'm not saying we're going to win a Super Bowl, but I'm telling you, it might not be the most appealing job in the world. They'll hire someone the floor, that has the, the ability to turn this into something pretty the, good. The floor is a lot lower. I mean, it's a lot higher yes. now uh, yes. than it was back then. Floor is the roof. Okay. One. <laughs> one uh, I, I love that this has turned into the Juge makes a point, and then I have to immediately come in like, like this is the argument room from Monty Python. Um, it's because you're an asshole. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> Line forms around the block, dickhead. Um, one, I thought, Sean Payton, I thought nobody was showing up to your dates. Well, that's why I said you. You'll show up. <laughs> hang out. Rub you each other's bald heads. Um, one, Sean Payton hadn't already won a Super Bowl. He was coming off of being demoted or like whatever the hell was going on with Jim Fossil and all that. So not true. He, wanted, no, he, he, he wanted then went to Dallas. Dallas. He then he went to Dallas. Dallas. Okay, but he wanted a job. He wanted the. He wanted to take the chance. The, the team. The team was desperate. The team want, needed to take a chance. And and shit worked out like that. Also, Sean Payton was making good hires. Also, you're looking at the mindset of the city and its fan base. Like, oh my God, we just went through five seasons, uh, six seasons with Jim Hazlitt. We just had this natural disaster, like, wipe everything out. The owner is threatening to leave and take the team to San Antonio. Please give us something new. I just remembered something. something We have a whole new, we get this young coach who seems optimistic about coming here. We get a brand new quarterback who is coming off the injury, but is, like, optimistic, wants to be here. We land, like, the number two draft pick who turned out to be the Heisman winner. He won who fell to us. We had all the optimism in the world. We were telling ourselves, we're going to give these guys a chance. They came in with little, with not the kind of baggage that like 
Dennis Allen comes into. Dennis Allen, ultra losing coach, <laughs> ultra seems losing. to just be his ceiling. Just seems to be coordinator. But he comes will, in and, and he becomes the head coach. So we I'll automatically say, jump in on that. I'll say Derek Carr comes in here. We tell ourselves point. this, that, or the other thing, and he kind of underperforms to expectation. So we bag on him a little more for that. That's all it is. It's, it's the perception this. has changed. I would say this, the perception, but I will say this to Booster Andrew's case. Sean Payton, he took the New Orleans job in 2006, but people forget yeah. he said no to the Raiders in 2004. Oh. Oh, right. So, like, as unappealing as you think it is, like it can still it can still happen. My my. Well, you know what? Well, no wait. Now I I want to say this, and, that, and it kind of segues from what you're saying. You know, you have all these people that you, Ralph, and you, Andrew, are arguing with on Twitter. And I think you guys are idiots for in, engaging all, all of this. Uh, but you're engaging with people who think who who have a pre. They're Saints fans, but correct me if I'm wrong. They're Saints fans. But they have a predisposed notion that the Saints that the Saints job is that the Saints <laughs> job is unattractive. Uh, so they think that this is not a desirable right. job. Okay, so let me ask you a question. So if they're interviewing coaches, and if you think that these OCs don't want the job, why do you want that OC? You want a guy <laughs> who's going to come in here. Like this doesn't make any sense. Like you want a guy who's going to come in here who sees that they need help and who that's right. Wants to make changes and, and who and believes they can win and believes they can yeah. succeed. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're you're ups, you're upset about you're upset you, about coaches not to, you're upset about OCs coming here and not taking the job when those aren't the guys that you want to hire if they don't if they're not up to the task. Like so, you should be happy. Like so, shut your mouth, be happy about it, and have faith that the right guy is going to come in. They, they want like you want a guy that's like. I can fix it. You want a Peyton. You want a guy like Peyton. You want a guy with bolts. You want a guy who wants the challenge. You don't want a guy who's going to come in here and thinks it's an easy road. You don't want a guy who's going to come in here with a Mahomes uh, and a great wide receiving core and a running game and an offensive line says, shit, I don't need to do anything. I just need to call plays and blah, blah, blah. You want the guy that's going to come in here and says, oh, man, uh, this needs fixing. This needs fixing. This needs fixing. And you know what? I'm the guy that can do it. I think I can really fix these guys. That's the guy you want. That's the, that yeah. was Peyton. Peyton was the guy who drove around the city and who saw Katrina and saw the devastation and said, I want to be part of this rebuilding. Like, I want to be a part of this. You, wanna, Final, you want somebody who wants to be a part of the rebuilding, of the improving. Final question, then we'll get out of here, get to the next topic. I want a quick answer from you. On a scale of one to, scale of one to ten, everybody, round the horn. Gruden fear scale. On a scale of one to ten, ten being he's going to be the next OC, zero being no shot. Where OC, are we? No. Three. On the, on the, two. Three. Three. Four. Two. I think now if you, now if you were going to say like uh, he's going to have some outside role, you know, some weird I'm position, like I'm scout really or something or offensive scout or something like that, I would go higher. But OC, no. Oh, yeah. My, my fear that he gets added to the offensive staff. Yes, that he will be five. on the website. Ooh, yeah, that he'll like be five. on the website. I'm five. Yeah. And but like, yeah, thing, offensive coordinator three. If he gets added, I'm, I'm, I'm going to review. Actually, actually, sorry, two and two and a half, two and a half. Sorry, I, shut no up, whole Dave. numbers. No whole numbers. I don't think. I don't think if he's not the OC, DA is not hiring. Prime DA's numbers only, everyone. DA is not going. DA is not going to hire. Not going to hire the interim 
coach off the shelf that can replace him Halloween if it goes bad. That's my fear. So before we get to the next topic, guys, we are presented by Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hard High Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. Hard High Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season long. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. And also remember, you can use your Amazon Prime membership to support Saints Happy Hour. And it doesn't cost you a dime. Click on the link in the podcast description with instructions from Thomas. Uh, Dave, Michael Thomas. Wait, hold on. I'm raising my hand. I have one other thing to say. I see that uh, Saints die hard in the chat. I'm assuming he's referring to what I was saying earlier. Uh, He says none of those type of offensive coordinators, I think, want to work with Dennis Allen. I think he's talking about the the hungry. Exactly. I was going to say, I don't agree with that at all. Uh, Somebody like that would just cuck Dennis Allen. He'd come in here. and Like Dennis Allen is not a strong. Dennis Allen let Pete Carmichael do whatever he wanted. Yeah, like, like why is he I, not going to let the new guy no, think, do whatever yeah, he wants? Exactly. Like, I think this is the ideal. Nonsense. I think this is the ideal job for somebody who's headstrong. Uh, yeah, uh, they'll like, be able to do whatever they want. Walk all over Dennis. No, Allen. at no point during the year were we getting the um, Philadelphia Eagles stuff of like Nick Sirianni was on the headset and started to call plays into the quarterback's helmet. At no point have we gotten that from Dennis Allen. Like Dennis Allen right. is going to let the offensive coordinator right. do what he wants to do. Right. So that that of of all one of, of that's one of the, the 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 Twitter narratives that bothers me. But Kevin, Michael yes. Thomas spent his conference championship Sunday burning everything to the ground on his way out the door. Um I have one one note I applaud him for crushing De- Jeff Duncan. That was amazing. No, oh, there you no, go. That, no, that everybody can 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 unite on that That's, point. With, crushing we, Jeff Duncan is always a good option. That's we at Saints Saints Happy Hour support Jeff Duncan slander always and forever. You want um, to recap it a little bit though? We got some tweets up here on the Yeah. For he those said, people that aren't on Twitter. Yeah, somebody somebody tweeted at at Mike, Michael Thomas. Mike, if you stay healthy, you'll have the stats you had when Drew was around. Facts, God's timing be the best too. Uh, well, if I didn't get set up by a bad ball, I probably would have had a light one k yards this year. But of could have, should have. I know, I get it. LOL. Um, basically, Mike Thomas is blaming Derek Carr for um, hospital balls. His injury. Every quarterback throws hospital balls. Doesn't matter how great they are. Every ask Austin Collie about Peyton point. Manning. Ask, James, ask Taysom Hill about Jameis. Like, everybody. Yeah, you're right. Everybody throws a hospital ball. Except for Drew. He was perfect. No. Drew threw some <laughs> hospital balls. <laughs> he, he did. He um, really did. Here's the it, Jeff Duncan tweet. It, here's my thing. Oh, oh, deception! Oh, deception! Matt Ryan. <laughs> Drink cripple. 
Andrei <laughs> 2, 28 to 3, but I, ha- I I gotta disappoint you, Andrew. Look at the we're screen. Not there. Oh, we're like a dollar short. Less than a oh, one we're, buck. No, we're not even. We're 57 cents short. Oh, boy. If that isn't the story of Andrew's life, just always coming up just a little 57 bit. 57 cents short, yep. <laughs> uh, wait, so uh, you didn't put up that. Gotcha, John. There you go. With quick yeah, trigger. You, you didn't. You didn't read the other tweet, but then Michael Thomas threw shade at Jeff Duncan. All right. Go ahead, Dave. All right. Let's let's no. see what this monodual garbage is all yeah, about. This is the orange. Monodual garbage. Damn. It smells it smells like movie popcorn butter and orange juice. I'm suddenly very afraid, even though apparently the girls in the Netherlands drink it at sporting events. All right, let's see it. Hoop Holland. Go orange. It's also a very small bottle. Yeah, it is. Mm. It, mm. it lingers a little bit. Yeah, that's what she said. Mm. I could... <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to give this? So? Where is it? Uh, I don't advocate violence, and I don't advocate um, what do they call it when the United States uh, bombs countries Ter- and, and terrorism? And, no, like oh. empire building. I don't. I don't. No. No. I don't support that war crimes. But if Biden wanted to spreading freedom, if Biden wanted to spread, <laughs> if, if Biden wanted to spread some freedom to the Netherlands, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Oppose, I wouldn't. I wouldn't oppose it. I wouldn't oppose it. Jesus. I didn't know that's where you were going with that. What um, what, uh, like what a, number are you giving that? I'm giving it like a seven. It's disgusting. And wow. More so than the tequila? Seven. No, it's disgusting. Come on, seven. Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, it was, it, was, it was like glowing orange. I mean, like, I thought it was like, I thought it had uranium in it or something. The only thing that made it like not really bad is it doesn't have high, vol- high alcohol volume. So, I want to see your urine tom- uh, uh, later all right. tonight. All right. What's it going to take for you to drink Malort now that we've done that? Oh, 180. 180. Malort. That's always. Wait, a, a 180 on top or just another 80? Another eighty, another eighty. Malort. I got The thing is, I gotta, I gotta find the malort. Go find it now. We'll talk while you're off air. Go find it. So, y'all, I'm gonna host. Okay, my question to all of you guys: one, go find the malort, Ralph. You're out. Is Mike Thomas gonna be on this team next year? Uh, Two, do we want Mike Thomas to be on this team next year? Uh, three, what team is Mike Thomas going to be on next year? You know, we do for the tweets. And then may, Denver. May, and maybe, then the answer is maybe, Denver. Maybe my opinion is predictable here. But I feel like Michael Thomas has kind of been doing this kind of stuff on social media for a long time. This is nothing since, new. Since he was drafted. And the Saints have kind of handled him. His, with, name, his Twitter handle is Can't Guard Mike. Like his Twitter handle comes off with sass right off the right off the top. Yeah. By the way, as soon as Ralph comes back, even if we don't hit the donation goal, we should lie to him and tell him we hit it. But, well, <laughs> nah, I, I I feel like he's used to the meter now. He he'll check that quick. Yeah, he he'll check to, it quick. Yeah. Back in the yeah in the old days, he would forget about it. So I I feel like the Saints swept kind of the problem child that is Michael Thomas under the rug for a really long time. 
And when you hear these comments like, yeah, we need a little bit of a culture adjustment. I, I think they paid him a lot of money. He got injured. It was really unfortunate. He had a setback with his injury. It just didn't play out the way it was supposed to, quite honestly. And, you know, obviously there, he blamed the medical staff. At some point, he wasn't showing up to his rehab assignment, so, like, the Saints started to blame him. And, you know, to me, that all adds up to there is some culpability on the Saints. Like, they they may have mishandled this medically. We know they have a history of medical malpractice. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think Michael Thomas handled this well either. And I will say this. First, it was Sean Payton. Then it was Mickey Loomis. Then it was Dennis Allen who flew out to California in the offseason. But like the Saints at multiple junctures have made an effort with Michael Thomas to kind of smooth things over. And and they've tried to handle him with kid gloves. And it's just this reoccurring theme of him being a nuisance. And it's who he is. And I think... It's worth tolerating when you're paying him a lot of money and he's really productive. But like now we're going on year four of the guy doesn't get on the field. And your best case scenario is he gives you half a season and you're paying too much for that. And on top of that, he's mouthing off. Wait, wait. It's like, here's where I'm at with Michael Thomas. Like you're maybe the best receiver in saints history. You're awesome. Thank you for the memories. Now get out. But here's the thing. I think when you say they're they're paying him way too much and he's not giving them production, I think you say that and it just sort of goes into the ether. I want to put that, like give that like statistical value. The Saints have paid him $46 million since 2020. For four, for four touchdowns. touchdowns. For four touchdowns. Like ten million dollars per touchdown. You know, Traquan Smith has more touchdowns than Michael Thomas since twenty twenty. Is that true? That is true. Holy shit. That is a fact. Holy and shit. Did, 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 did y'all reach the goal? I see in the chat. Did y'all reach yes, the goal? Yes, we did. We did. Drink up, buddy. Yeah, we yeah. had a huge donation from Cajun yep. Sands. Take them alert to the <laughs> to the face. Thank you, Cajun Break Sands. Appreciate Thank you, it. Cajun Sands. You the bomb. But Budridge chipped in too. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. Here it goes. If y'all are running a scam on me, what? Uh, Why would we do that? Never. Would. Never. They are, man. They are. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> See, I knew it. Ralph, Tom's. the meter is. Hey, the meter is on the lie to the like boss, Olin man. The Come last on. minute. God. Ralph, this is your, Ralph. This is your podcast. The meter is on the screen. You can see where we're at with donations. You idiot. I don't pay it, Dave. I you barely pay attention that. to anything during the show. I even My made God. it bigger, and I, man. And I defended. We you. almost had him. I defended you when you were gone, and we had this discussion on whether we thought we could convince <laughs> you. And I defended you, and I was the only one that said, "No way! He can just look at the screen and see, <laughs> look at the meter. It's been a, over a year that we've had this meter, and surely he's trained himself to look at it." Uh, no, no, no. I was wrong. No, uh, you're just you're an wrong. idiot. You're you, an idiot. 
you, as as uh, the apparently the handicap the handicap uh, uh, all the way to the brain. As, as they said, I, st- I still can't get over the stat that Traquan Smith since 2020 has more touchdowns than Michael Thomas. As, as that, said, that's unbelievable, Dave. Uh, you fucked up. You trusted me. I, I have. Um, I mean, did, does anyone on this show? I mean, I'm just curious. Any of the three of you have anything to say? Like siding with Michael Thomas against the Saints at this point. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Actually, I well, I have. I, I can. I can play devil's advocate. I can see both sides. And one, like the side that I think I see most. Uh, and we were talking about this before the podcast, like pre-show. Uh, I have worked in retail for twenty years. I have dealt with a lot of customers in my life. Uh, I have because I'm I have a small with- two thousand square foot shop. Thank I you. Have I was dealt, about to ask how big it was. I have dealt with uh, I have dealt with a lot of wonderful people, but I have also dealt with a lot of uh, what is now what now culturally I think we call a Karen, um, and and that doesn't mean a woman. It could be a man too. Uh, I don't know what the male equivalent a Chad, a Karen, and a Chad. Uh, I have dealt with many Karens and many Chads, um, and just from the outside, and I don't know Mike Thomas, if I was really going to give a real opinion, I would have to actually spend real time hanging out with Mike Thomas. By the way, that's an invite, Michael. That's um, what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but from the outside looking in, uh, he does appear to exhibit gonna many. They're going to fuck each other next. Many, many what Karen Chad traits uh, that I see in retail, which is, uh, you know, sort of almost like narcissistic behavior, like like no, no blame, no culpability, no fault. It is always somebody else's fault. It's never, you know, when you talk about the injury, like he's blaming Derek Carr. I thought I I remember when the injury happened because it was in Minnesota. I remember he retweeted somebody. Uh, because they were talking about the turf. I thought originally he was blaming the turf in uh, in in a Minnesota for his injuries. Can't, can't um, a little column A, little column B. Um, but uh, you know, he's just always had excuses, and it's never been him. I have never once seen a tweet that said, "You know what? I could have done this, or I could have done that, or maybe I could have been better." Like I've never seen. I have never seen. Uh... And here's the thing, too, Dave. Here's okay, the thing but. Too. Yeah, go ahead. He, he, no, he, I want Dave to finish. I want Dave. Go to ahead. Finish. Go ahead, Dave. Well, well, but Andrew, Making but then Andrew brain. said, you know, what about the other side? And I'll say this: I saw Deuce. I said this before the show too. Deuce on on Twitter. Uh, you know, he says he looks at the film. Uh, maybe Making Andrew. I don't know whether Andrew will agree with this or disagree with it because I know Andrew looks at the film. But it was Deuce on Twitter who was saying, "I've looked at the film. There have been many times where Mike has been open. Uh, he could have had a better season. Um, there have been some opportunities for him that he didn't get. Uh, sort of siding with the whole if Drew was your quarterback, you, you know, or, or if you had a better quarterback, you'd have better stats." Um, and, and, and based on what I have seen from Derek Carr, uh, that, that is entirely within the realm of, of believability to me also. So I, I can see two sides here. I can see both sides. I can see both sides. This is Michael Thomas, when they were chasing Derek Carr, he was all in on them signing Derek Carr. Like the tweets are there unless he's deleted it and locked down his account which he does periodically. Yeah, I think he, he was, said, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, he said, thank you, Jesus. He was all in for signing Derek Carr, which 
it's fine. Everybody changed their opinion. Look, I changed my opinion about this, a thousand things about the Saints seven times a day. But if you're going to change your opinion about Derek Carr and blame him for your bad season and blame him for your injuries, you got to say it. You got to say, I was wrong about Derek Carr. He's a bum. Yeah. He got me hurt. He ruined my season. Isn't he kind of saying that, though? No. He's you got to come out and implied? say it. Oh. It might be implied, little, but you got to come out and say it if you want to take it seriously. Look, this is what... It, so Ralph's calling Michael Thomas become, out for being for, for being veiled. My, Ralph thinks, like, man up and just say it. Yeah, man up and say it. Say okay. it. Say, Derek Carr say, Derek got me hurt. He sucks. He sucks. Yeah. yeah. Wide receivers... This is what this is who wide receivers are. All of them. Wide receiver talent. They're not all like that, okay? No, no, no. Marcus Marcus Colston called. He's on line one. He wants a word. And he ain't. And he ain't in Michael. I was literally. I was going to say that, with rare exception, Marcus Colston being the shining beacon for that. The top flight wide receivers in football are all are are. Karen's. Throw it to me and I'll catch it. Why didn't you throw me the ball? I was open. Well, you were covered by two guys. I was open. And then, Why and then when they and then up? when they drop it, it's somebody else's fault. But yeah. that's what they are. What it's it's become a meme at this point. It's a meme. It's wide receiver. You know, quarterbacks tweet about this. Running backs tweet about this. Wide receivers tweets are the enemy speaks softly and carries a knife. All this weird cryptic shit that means that means I'm looking to murder somebody. Maybe, maybe not. Like this is what wide receivers are. Not They're all slightly of them. crazy. Megatron, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. There's Julio Jones. As much as I hate to admit it, um, exceptions yeah. make the rule, right? That's right. There's a lot of superstar receivers that are model citizens that that have been incredible professionals. Mm, um, it's like less than five. <laughs> yeah, Stop. I mean, my, Michael Thomas, like, I would not put him in a league with Larry Fitzgerald and Megatron and Julio Jones. What about Brandon Cooks? But, but this, again, this is the thing that I don't like. We, it's, it's, we've been doing it with, with Sean Payton because, mm-hmm. oh, he's now, you know, he's coaching the Broncos, and it's like, oh, fuck off, guy, bye. You know, we're not talking about Sean Payton anymore. It's like, like I, I, I don't understand how we make this like big decision. Like the guillotine drops, and it's and it's like, all right, not even we're moving on from this. It's no, no, no. Fuck this guy. I don't want him around anymore. It's it's shit talk for this guy. <laughs> I don't. And, I don't care. and now just... we're doing it to Michael Thomas. And look, look, I get it. Michael so Thomas. Are you defending Michael Thomas? Yeah, to a degree. Okay. To See, my okay, okay. Now because my whole thing. Like, okay, Michael Thomas. And, and and believe me, I I am I am in the mock draft the machine. I'm in I'm the done. mock draft machine. Well, I want to say, one thing. you know, trading Michael Thomas. I'm doing that. I'm doing Wait, that. You can't it, trade him. His contract is up. It voids, yeah. He's going to still count like $12 million against the Well, Cowboys. shit. Oh, well, um, lucky us. Kevin's still <laughs> okay. trading him, though. But That's what would we even trade him for? A, a fucking broken receiver that makes $12 million. Like, even if his contract wasn't expiring, like, uh, what, what are we getting? A seventh round pick for him? No. I mean, who wants, again, who wants look, him? 
Kansas City are a Denver Bronco. I mean, maybe Kansas City wants them because they'll pay him $3 million and it's an appealing destination because it's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But, like, no one wants Michael Thomas. No, Michael, Michael Thomas uh, is finished. Wants, no, no, absolutely not. Peyton will take Michael Thomas. Yeah, uh, at if, a, if, at if a certain can, price. If, I don't yeah. care. Well, they'll pay. At a discount. He's in Denver. He's a, he's a new coach. Like the, his, his, his ownership is going to support him right now. This is his second My year. point is Michael Thomas isn't getting anything Here, that's more okay. than a year at the kind of money well, he wants. Well, and correct. even then, he's getting less than what he wants. I, I, again, I get all of that. I get, I get all of that. The guy's been injured three straight seasons. Mm-hmm. He's four. Been, he, we, four. The Michael Thomas from 2019, <laughs> he's gone. That guy, oh, that we're dude never is dead. That, that dude I is understand, dead. I understand that. Here's another that thing, dude Kevin. Is under the Giants' end zone. When he showed up to play, all this like the tape shows that he was open. Yeah, deuce. How many 50-50 balls did Derek Carr throw to him in the end zone that he didn't come up with in the first six weeks of the season? Yeah, that Guys, was sick catch I hate to tell you, though. like, Michael great. Thomas, he made some plays this year. It was nice. It was fun. He was not remotely close to the Michael Thomas of yore. Not remotely. He wasn't anywhere near the guy that we remembered that broke NFL records. The He's not end. that guy anymore. He wasn't right. that guy before another knee injury. The pass offense got better when he got hurt. He's he done. He, he is not Michael Thomas anymore. Not the guy that we know. And he, yeah, look, he's some veteran that used to be good in the league and, Maybe he's good for 50 catches or whatever, but all this bullshit that he's talking on Twitter, what historical evidence do we have that any guy that has gone down the path that he's gone down is going to catch 150 balls, is going to go for 1,000 yards? It's over. It's fucking over. Here's my point. If you're one of those fans out there, Saints fans out there, and I think right now there are many, if you're one of those Saints fans out there who believes that D.A. has lost the locker room uh, and that he's a terrible coach and blah, 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 like Mike Thomas is part of the, like, like there is no way, if I, in my business, you know, I, we, we talked about how the live show, how the couple came up to me and they said, I never talk about my business or issues. If I had an employee who was vocally, um, uh, I don't know what the word giving is. Giving you Ajita. Wait, what? Giving you Ajita. Agita. An Italian Agita. word? Agita. 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 Whatever. Agita. Whatever. Agita. Whatever. Agita. Whatever. Agita. Whatever. Agita. Kevin no, just went full I mean, Italian Ralph. But like, Ralph can't say right? No, no, I mean, like, I guess I think the word I was looking for is, like, insubordination. Like, like it's insubordination. Like, you, like you're... You're on a team. You're 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 airing out secrets. You're you're talking badly about your employer. Like I don't know any corporation. I don't Costco, Walmart, <laughs> Amazon, whatever. I don't know any corporation that would allow you to 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 go on social media and talk poorly about the company and then still allow you to have a job. And Michael Thomas was allowed to have a job when he was good because he was good. And and That's like a, we'll put hey, up with that crap. It's not the first time he's pulled shit like that. Right, but it's, it's but when you're good, 
Yeah. Your employer is going to put up. Yeah. Well, like that, that's me. Like I'm a small business. Like if I have a manager and they're a really good manager, but they do something that I don't like, like I'm going to put up with some of the crap because overall they're a good employee. It's the same thing with the Saints. Like I, you're, you're mouthing off on social media. That's fine. I'll put up with that if you're performing on the field, but he hasn't performed on the field. Like you've said in four years and he's been injured. So now we're not going to put up with your crap on social media. Like you, you bring nothing to the table. This was a, you wash my back. I wash your back kind of deal. You were playing well on the field. We were going to deal with your bullshit. Well, you're not playing well on the field now. So we're not going to deal with your bullshit anymore. And like, so if you're one of those fans who thinks that Dennis Allen is a cuck and who sucks and doesn't have control of the locker room, you should want Michael Thomas out of here. Like, this is crazy. He is, he's an embarrassment to Dennis Allen. The more he mouths off on Twitter, he's embarrassing Dennis Allen. He is, but- they, the, the, the more the he mouths off on Twitter is, a, is, is, is just another sign. They want of DA gone now. Respect. They want DA gone, and they're I like, I saw that. I under- are you are you I making under- are, are Dave? Are you making the argument that both should be gone? Well, yeah. Well, yes. I. I well, yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah, DA's. He's not the answer. <laughs> yes. Yes. I am. I'm not making that argument. I'm making. I, I do agree with that. But no, I'm just making I the argument was that intelligent. No, I do. I would love to see both of them gone, but I'm just making the argument that like, D, this is just another thing. Same thing with Jameis or whatever. Like, he's not. He should be. He should be in the media. He should be putting these guys in their place and showing that he is in control of this team. He is like these guys are. They're all. It's all. He's getting walked over. He's getting walked yeah. all over. Yeah, the and, and, and my, my thing with Michael Thomas is like, what are you even hanging on to anymore? For a long time, it was not only the hope that he could get back to what he used to be, right? So it's like, man, if you can just have a healthy season, maybe he'd be all right. It's also like we have so much money sunk into him that it's such a bummer to like just piss it all away, right? Like if he, if he can give us some value back for what we're spending, that would be nice. And he took a pay cut this year, you know, to try to come back and give the Saints some, some performance on the field. But like, it's reached a point That's right. where, where it's like the, it's diminishing returns now. It's like, I would rather bite the $12 million sinkhole that is dead cat money than to have Michael Thomas back ever again. Like, I can't take <laughs> another tweet. I can't take any right. more of his unprofessionalism. And, and you know, uh, Ralph and I were, were texting about this, and I feel strongly about this. And there's been guys that have been shipped out that have talked shit, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Junior Goulet, uh, Michael Thomas now, p- potentially Lattimore, who, who really hasn't played in a couple seasons. You know, he's been off and on. He's played like half seasons, being paid a lot of money to not come back very quickly from injury. And, you know, we were texting like Demario Davis, Teron Matthew, Cam Jordan. If those guys start talking shit, I'm paying attention. And actually, right. Cam Jordan right. has, has kind of hinted at thinly veiled anti-Dennis Allen stuff. Yeah. And that I pay attention to. And I'm, I'm glad you said that. Like, I, I think we should still pay attention to He's earned the right to put that out there. And when he puts that out there, I pay attention. Because he behaves as a professional. He's given everything to the franchise. He plays when he can. 
Uh, he's been a tremendous pro. He's been he's been obviously very successful. Um, I don't at this point in his career, I don't believe that Michael Thomas is on that level of Demario Honey Badger. No, but I, I think we he's should. Not. I think we. I think there's some truth to what he's saying, though. I think we have. October to says he would trust Demario with his firstborn. I agree. By the way, yeah, Demario. I mean, the truth being that Demario made the Pro Bowl. Shout out to Demario. Made the Pro Bowl. Good on Demario. Can I make a point of contention? Yeah. Yes. Um, Michael Thomas stayed and played to try and get another Super Bowl ring. You know. You know. For like, Drew let's win one for yeah. Drew. Like, he he did that. Like, it's. It, again, well, what are you talking is, about when he when he took his first extension? No, in 2020, like he tried to play through the ankle injury. Yeah. And that, and, that, and, by and the way, like, that by the way, and, Sean and, Payton and, got and, him like, on a from, stupid. Like, that's trick all I'm play saying. Like that's running up the well, score. I guess what I'm saying is is look, I'm a guy that it, it, I mean, you guys are telling me he can't be traded or whatever, but but not not knowing he that prior to contract this, done, right? But not knowing that before all this. I was trying to move him because look, it's a. I get it. It's a fucking business. The guy hasn't been producing. He's injury. He's been injured the last each of the last three seasons, and he's not. He's likely never going to be the guy that he was. Uh, I would love it if he was like a, a reliable veteran hand that could be a great number three on a team. Yeah, but that doesn't seem likely. My point is, is that. If and when he does go, I am going to be sad because I'm going to be, you know, I, I'm I'm going to remember the Michael Thomas from, you know, 2016 through 2019. I'm glad you said that, Kevin. And, and your boy Alan asked, is Michael Thomas a Hall of Famer? Yes, that yes. in the chat. And a Saints Hall of Famer. He's absolutely a Saints Hall of Famer. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it sucks because... It sucks because he got injured, and it's the same thing with Jimmy Graham. Yeah, Michael Thomas got injured, and had Michael Thomas not gotten injured, and he kept playing. Look, I'm not saying he was going to catch 150 balls and 1,700 yards multiple times. He might. He might have. But he was. He freaking might have. Hang on a second. I tell you what. Let me. Let me do the math. Michael Thomas got Teddy Bridgewater 60 million dollars. He made us think. He made us think Taysom was a viable Wait, NFL I got a quarterback. In my hand. Like peak Michael Thomas was magical. My point peak, with Michael peak Michael Thomas is the best receiver I've Saints ever history. seen in Saints history. In Saints history, and he was the best receiver in the league for a minute. And All right, so it was very gratifying to me. I I remember being on an argument with a lot of people on Twitter that said that Michael Thomas was tier two. And I was just like, what the hell does that even mean? And they're like, well, he's not fast enough to be tier one. And I was like, okay, who's tier one? And I remember having this argument with people on Twitter and they were like tier one. And, you know, they named like five receivers. And so I was like, you're telling me that Michael Thomas can't be as good as these five. Yeah. Yeah. He's too, he's too slow. He'll never be these guys. And then a year later, like I I took all those receipts and I was like, well, what do you think now? And none of them chirped back at me. They were all like, uh, yeah, he, he leveled up. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. So, so Michael Thomas, just let me close this thought. Michael Thomas is a hundred percent a saints hall of famer 10 years from now. God willing, this podcast will still exist. God willing. It'll still be the four of us. 
And I will oh talk God. about Michael. Me? I'm, we're going to be doing this at 53 years old. Ralph would be wow. like 57 or something. Hopefully. Wow. Hopefully. Jeez. If the Malort doesn't. God willing. God. If this Malort doesn't take him tonight. If the Malort doesn't take him tonight. That's right. But, <laughs> but I will speak of Michael Thomas fondly. Like, yeah. if you ask me about the, the service that he gave the Saints, like he was a good player. But in the here and now, it's time to move on. Yeah, it's... It's me. It so in his four se- in his in the four seasons where he was great, <laughs> he averaged uh, he averaged thirteen hundred and seventy eight yards. If you if he hit that average uh, in the three seasons that he was injured, he would have a career total right now of nine thousand six hundred and forty six yards. Mm. Mm. Uh, so I, I would say he'd probably be at that at that stage. He'd be a few more. Really good seasons away Maybe. from from having legitimate Hall Maybe of Fame close. talk. He be, I mean, he was, he was, he was on the Hall of Fame trajectory. The one Same thing, thing Jimmy Graham, and then oh, Jimmy oh, Graham. Hold on, finished. hold on, real quick, Thomas. Uh, what's our update? How far is Ralph from drinking Malort? That's right. Uh, 50, 50 buckaroos, and Hatchet John is in the lead with fifty-one bucks. Thank you, your boy. Fifty dollars and fifty-seven cents. Wow. So yeah. make that happen. Make that happen, guys. Uh, Thomas, um, it's time for questions. Uh, but before we get before we get to finger guns, I want to remind people: the Saints Happy Hour Viewer Mailbag is brought to you by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, oh, and Tennessee. To learn more, to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. All right, Thomas, play the play the play the uh, the sound drop. Then before Andrew Juge dropping the twenty eight to free, saying drink cripple. <laughs> 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 so uh play finger guns i'm trying to get morton anderson on the podcast oh really I'm gonna... what if he shuts down the music it's a risk i'm willing to take i was hoping he would come on and sing a couple bars um, you want to know something? I actually have. I was telling this to uh, somebody else, a friend of mine. I actually have a working theory. I think Morton Anderson knows that we're. I think they know that we're using the song. Um, I was listening to. Uh, he was on Pardon My Take like a few months ago. Yeah. Um, they were interviewing him, and the song came up very briefly. And Morton said, no, actually, it's like more popular than ever. People are listening to it again. And I, I really think he's referring to That's our right. podcast. It's, like, it's, it's got to be not, totally I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I think he. I think they are aware that we're using this. I think they're okay. Because otherwise, we would have gotten a cease and desist, I think. Right. We would have gotten. No one, uh, else. no one else is playing Take It to the Top. I, no think, uh, I, think, I think he might know that we're using it. I don't okay. think he owns the you rights, but, him, uh, you know, record company, you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Actually, he really wouldn't be his. So decision. he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, well, he certainly, if he heard it, he's not calling the record company and saying <laughs> ratting on us. Um, yeah. So if we interview him, we got to. Uh, I I want to make make sure we ask him that question. I want to know um, how much cocaine did they do during oh, the yeah. recording? During <laughs> yeah, the recording sure, of the- I'm sure he'll want to answer that. That's right. It's it's a bit the bygones are bygones. Everybody did. It's a, ask him a, like, were you? It was the eighties. 
Yeah, were you the um, were you the uh, Mark Wahlberg character or the John C. Riley character from uh, <laughs> from uh, Boogie Boogie Nights? Oh, no, Boogie, Boogie Nights. Nights. <laughs> um, so, Thomas, uh, what's the first question? By the way, Andrew overtook Hatchet Jump for the MVP lead oh, by five buckaroos. It's getting go. heated, and we are less oh. than twenty-two bucks away are from you gonna take that drinking. Jump? My lord, my lord. Are you? Ralph is. I mean, uh, Andrew is uh, just. Is pe- so... Andrew is peacocking his bouginess uh, all over the my place. Lord uh, is so disgusting. you're not going to take that, are you, Hatchet John? Oh, I'm peacocking all over you, Hatchet John. Uh, <laughs> take it to the top what? is the number Jeez, one song come, in Malta. You best come hard, according to your boy Alan. So I want to remind people before you get to the question, Thomas, send us your questions we will use them we use them on the main show the ones we don't use in the main show we get used for the mailbag um that we record after the show and during the week so send us your questions we always use them we love uh viewer questions so thomas first up hit us with it right first question from ben rothwell would you want the saints to hire belichick if slash when the saints fire the a this or next season uh, is that is that a head coaching, Make like for head coach? I don't know. Is that what that oh, question means for? I don't want to make him. I don't want him to be general manager. I don't like Belichick, man. He's stuck in his way. He's gonna bring. He'll bring McDaniel. He'll bring Patricia. He'll bring his kid with the mullet. Like, you know, I have a crazy take that I I, I think. If, oh, oh, there we go. Well, give your take. Give your take. Give your take. Five gifted subs. Finish your take. Finish your take, Andrew. Uh, I, I was going to say, I, I actually think that if Dennis Allen loses his job next offseason, making it rain, more than half NFL teams would prefer Dennis Allen as their defensive coordinator to Bill Belichick. Oh, 100%. And the thing is with DA, huh. he'll be he'll rain. be the he'll be the defensive coordinator that will be the thing that will push some offensive coordinator over the line and get him the job. It'll be like, well, if you hire me, I'll I'll be bringing DA to run my DA. Yeah. And I I just feel playing. like I feel like Bill is in the stratosphere both because of age and accomplishments that there there are very seldom head coaches that would have the uh, the moxie to tolerate looking over their shoulder with Bill Belichick as their defensive Kevin, Kevin, if the Saints did hire Bill Belichick, before I drink the Malort, God help me, um, if the Saints did hire Bill Belichick, would it be offensive or would it be necessary to build him a nap room because he'll be 73 years old? <laughs> Uh, he yeah no he would definitely need a nap room. Give him just give well, him no no like a stanza under his desk. No, he'll build something <laughs> under his desk. A little shelf for the alarm clock. Ooh. All right, I gotta, I gotta. Oh fuck! Drink up, baby boy, and then we gotta do a mailbag after this. Yeah. Oh. Fucking, oh yeah. I hate the. Oh yeah. The thing is that with the Malort, I hey know, now. Hey now. It was it was easier to do before I knew how disgusting it was. Kevin, what are you looking at? Do you have roommates that are crawling on the floor next to you? No, the dating app. You have a dating app crawling on the floor next to you? I have a dating app on my phone. I'm trying to, like, have a convo. I don't know. Why don't you let us Shut up, Ralph's dying. Yeah, what is that, Ralph? Hey, Sally, I need assistance. 
Smalort. <laughs> My chest burns like gonorrhea on a cheap whore. <laughs> I, I, Smalort is so Work bad. through it. Work it, through it. It leaked. Y'all weren't even paying attention. That one almost came back up. Ugh. No, I was paying attention. It it just lingers. So what it, are you giving that? Eight and a half? That's a nine. That Malort is so Oh, eight and a half. I can't believe you didn't give it a Dude, ten. The box that it came in, it says celebrate with friends or enemies. <laughs> right. And then I sent you the picture of the truck that I saw. Uh it says, um, what does it say? Enjoy Oh, oh, don't enjoy responsibly. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> don't, it, don't enjoy responsibly. Something uh, like, like I love that. The, I love that. My lord is leaning into. Uh, they, how yeah, they lean is. into their foulness. <laughs> and then, like TikTok made it come back. It's disgusting. Uh, Thomas, what's next? Okay, next question uh, from Adi Mourinho. <sighs> I love how Ralph has the look of disgust on his it's face. It's just gross. It's just, oh, it's horrible. That's shoot. That's your fault, yeah. guys. It is. Ugh. Cheers. That's what happens when Cheers you drink everybody. Dennis Allen. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> We're all having fun again. Dennis, Dennis Allen is the malort of coaches. He is the malort. <laughs> He's the malort. <laughs> He's just in, intolerable. Is Michael Thomas the malort of has-been receivers? He's the he's the malort of of being hired again somewhere other than Denver. Yeah. By the way, so Ralph, how can I? You're a degenerate. I, I'm, I, I, the only sports gambling I've ever done is on the DraftKings app. Like, yeah. where? How can I go and place a bet that the next team that Michael Thomas plays for is the Broncos? Like, where can I get that action? Ooh, I don't know because. Because like, do I have to like? Is that like a private bet? Like, that's like with a bookie. No, like, I gotta find somebody who's just gonna make up odds. No, you gotta. Can I legally probably, bet this? You probably can. You probably have. Does to, it have to be in Vegas? I have family. Might in have Vegas. to be in Vegas because Texas is a, Texas is a backwater. I have to gamble and meet a guy at a Circle K to get my mm. winnings. Um, no, but I'm serious. Like, it, like uh, I, I have family. Uh, I have family in Vegas. Can I tell them? Uh, next I mean, time you go to a sports book, can you place a hundred dollars on Michael Thomas? Probably on DraftKings, man. You just have it's, to look. Here's the thing. Here's no, the thing how would you find that on DraftKings? Here's the thing, though, Dave. And this goes back to this goes back to Michael. It's probably even in the Polish I don't think bookies, like that's a that's a prop bet in Vegas. Yeah, it's a prop bet, man. Yeah, that's a, a prop bet. bet. Yeah. I don't think Michael Thomas is famous enough for Vegas to care. To put it up or a oh, website. Oh, oh. Yeah, see, that's that's what that's I'm saying. The thing. Like, I don't think because I I think that's I think that's guaranteed lock. I mean, I I really and truly, there's I, I really think Peyton is going to take him. And like you know, like my guy Andrew Gaspipe Gasana, my bookie. Like he's Who? not. He what? doesn't do. He doesn't. Gaspipe. Hey, don't incriminate him, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no name Gass. calling. <laughs> First of all, I also noticed he had an Italian last name. What's up with that? He has an name. I was I was watching I was watching A and A and E and John Gotti's henchman's name was was named Gaspipe. Dave incriminating himself and his bookie. You're going to be getting some serious Ajita. Ajita. Oh my god! It hurts my fucking ears when you say that. 
<laughs> like it's like nails on a chalk chalkboard. Ad- what's worse, Dave? Dave, what's worse? Agita, Agita. D- Dave, what's worse, Agita or the very concept of Italian tapas? <laughs> <laughs> what honestly, Agita is what. What Thomas? What's next? And I didn't right. grow up saying Agita. We're going off the Agita. rails. Sorry, Jesus. Uh, Andy Marina asks some team is on the oh, phone God. with a trade offer for Lattimore yes do you make the trade <laughs> and what's the least you're willing to take I guess that's a question second for Kevin rounder. that's multiple. second Look, rounder this, you can get more than that on PFF man really yeah. that surprises me Marshawn Lattimore well, is then, in uh, high then yes, demand exclamation point Marshawn Lattimore is in high demand on PFF you can, can you get a you quarterback get, with that you can get a second and a third. Listen, I tried pushing the limit uh, recently. You can get a second, third, and a fourth for Marshawn Lattimore. I'm not saying anybody would do that realistically, but the fact that the machine says that the, that the number, that the points or the values of things line up like that leads me to think that Marshawn Lattimore, if somebody would be willing to offer a first rounder for him, I here's would absolutely qu- take it. If if here's, it's multiple later picks, I'd take those. Here's my question, Andrew, because I the the thing with Lattimore is I think there's a there's a there's a if they trade him, I think it's more likely they trade him in August because of the because of the cap issue and the option bonus. But here's my question: Detroit calls you up and they say, I think Detroit, I think Detroit, they pick. 29. They say, and this is not what Loomis was doing because Loomis is taking the picks this year 100%. But if you were the Saints and, and, and Detroit said, I'll give you 29th pick this year, or I'll give you a fourth this year and our 2025 first, what would you do? Mm-hmm. I'd probably take the 2025 first just, Me too. just because yep. I would hedge. Bets that it would be worse than 29th. Mm-hmm. You know, so or better, higher, better. Sorry, yeah, better, better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, and I know, yeah, no, there's, they're not gonna, I, I would trust that something it, weird would happen in Detroit where I don't you know, know if Jared, it would be, I don't know Goff if it would be, get injured or I mean, I you can never know. count on a team repeating. Like, yeah, here's the five, thing, unless you have Mahomes, here's yeah. the thing, like, you look at what Mahomes and Josh Allen, like look at what those guys did statistically this year. It was very subpar. And those guys get into the playoffs and they turn it on. And like when it matters most and when their season was on the line, even in the regular season late, mm-hmm. and those teams had to win games. I I feel like the best quarterbacks, they dick around for a while. And then it comes to, <laughs> It doesn't matter what injuries they have when it when it's come it comes like due, they turn it on and and I don't know to me Jared Goff isn't that guy so like if their quarterback was my point here is if their quarterback was Mahomes I'm like I don't really care what happens around him like they're gonna he, Mahomes will find a way to get back but with Jared Goff no. man like right. one injury here one injury there like who knows with Detroit yeah. so like it would give me. 2025 pick and i'll take my chances 
you're 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 overthinking this, Andrew. They're the Lions. They went to the NFC Championship game this year. They're never going to sniff that for another thirty five years. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're really overthinking this. Uh, it's I tend it's, to do it's that. Pretty, I it's mean, a pretty safe bet. I would take the would, first round. Of I haven't even been drinking Malort, but yeah. <laughs> and it's and, Kevin, it will, and it's definitely going to be better than the twenty ninth. Kevin, I mean, people would obviously freak out if the Saints like traded Lattimore in the summer. Because you then you wouldn't you whatever you got for him, it wouldn't help you this year. But I think I can make the case, like, if you either hate Dennis Allen or you think the Saints are gonna implode and be bad, like to fire Dennis Allen, you go into twenty twenty five, you get a new coach, you have maybe Detroit goes nine and eight, things kind of fall apart, and you say, Hey, we got a new coach. And we got two top 15 picks. It's a pretty nice starter house for a rebuild. I'm just saying. Well, as, especially if you trade one of those picks down. Oh, my God. And you stockpile more. <laughs> like, <sighs> like I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm all for that. I mean, again, again, PFF is saying you can get multiple picks now before the draft uh before this draft but if well, somebody came along and said if somebody came along and said we'll offer you a 20 our 2025 second and third would you take that Ooh, i might i like i just like final thing then we'll go to the next question andrew and by the way confetti wap says is ralph always bitchy on twitter i'm not i'm not that bitch if you're yeah, nice a little to bit. me a little, little bit. bit. A little bit. If you're nice Is to me, though, I'm nice to you. Confetti WAP? Confetti WAP? Confetti W-A-P-P? WAP? Okay. Confetti WAP? Right. Andrew, final Just question. Just sure there's, there's no anti-Italian, you know, there's no Italian slander going on. <laughs> there's, there's Italian slander every every podcast we've ever had since you've been on the show, Dave. Um, uh, Andrew, final question, final thing before we get on to the next question. Marshawn Lattimore. On the roster, opening week for 2024, or not? No, no chance. Thomas, what's next? I agree. All right, next question. Uh, Saints Rabbit asks, with the way the Saints were playing at the end of the season, how far do you think they could have gone now that we've seen how the playoffs half played out they could have they could have beaten the eagles at home and then they would have lost that's it end of story we're done here next question um next question i I think that's probably about right they would they they i'm a hundred they would have destroyed the eagles destroyed them just like tampa did you think so a hundred percent because because tampa ran the same blitz over and over and over again and philadelphia yeah. couldn't figure it out da it just seemed like a team in a bad way yeah dude, philadelphia was a team that went seven if they were a college team they would have gone seven and five and not gone to their not gone to their bowl game like they yeah. just wanted that they wanted that shit over um yeah uh thomas what's next all right, final question. Uh, Dan Checo asks, assuming QB is off the table, what one free agent would you most want the Saints to sign? Who's a free agent? Position, a, he means. He means position. No, he doesn't. I mean, he means player. I mean, the, 
He doesn't say position. Winfield for Tampa would be fun because he's in the secondary. Who's available? Who are the options? Who are the big names this year? Kevin is frantically looking it up right now. uh, I'm doing a mock draft. Oh, (laughs) never mind. Uh, I mean, the thing is with the Saints, I just – the Saints don't – like Chris Jones for Kansas City would be one. But, like, the Saints – They've never, besides the Jarris Bird signing, like they don't shop. Uh, they don't shop in uh, at Tiffany's for free agents. Is that like Josh, that ha- Josh is Allen? That a- right. What do you what mean they don't shop at Tiffany's? What does that mean? They, they, I mean, they like I mean, they don't. They, they shop at Oakland Heart. Yeah, like they're not going. <laughs> they're not- no, sorry, sorry, no, no, they shop at Jared. What? What? What a what a Metairie reference that is. Except they for James Bird. Jared. The Saints aren't signing what a, a Metairie Road reference. You just they don't, dropped. They, they, they don't, aren't they don't signing shop, a guy. They don't shop at Ramsey's. The they shop at Oakland Heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they aren't uh, going and they're going to get now Hunter from Minnesota. Story. I have a quick story about Oakland Heart. Oakland Heart. Oh, I mean, by the, by the way, my family were a uh, were a. Uh, <laughs> But this just became a real bougie off, by the way, between yeah. me and Andrew over over our favorite jewelry stores. Uh, my family is a Ramsey's family, by the way. Go ahead, I'll tell Dave. a quick story. Don't so, buy a lot of pinky rings, Dave. <laughs> Go ahead. My, my decision to propose to my wife, I'm getting personal here. Uh, <laughs> it happened pretty quickly. What? And... Uh, what you know, that how long, what does that mean? Like, how long were you dating before you? Oh, no, no. We, we were together for a while, way? years. We were together for years, but it was kind of like I decided to propose to her like, okay, like I should do this, you know? And I was like, well, now oh. that I've decided, I might as well do this, you know? Okay. So we're in, we're in Louisiana. My wife's from Baton Rouge. You know, my you family. Asked, you asked her parents? Uh, well, I'm getting to that. Okay. So. It's New Year's Eve. Oakland Heart is closed. What year is this? 2007. Okay. And uh, so we call Oakland Heart, and we go- it goes to voicemail. And I think I leave a voicemail like, look, I'm proposing to my wife. It's New Year's Eve. I'm proposing to my wife tonight. I need you to open <laughs> the store. Uh, I need an engagement ring. <laughs> Wait, 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 are you are you in Metairie right now? Yeah, you yeah. I, I, I like your okay, like your mom. And so, and and so, like I kind of like give up. I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Like this isn't happening. This is ridiculous. Like, uh, what time of day on New Year's Eve is this? At like two o'clock, but it maybe it was a Sunday. I can't remember. I mean, look it up. I don't know. New Year's okay. Eve, two thousand seven. But New like two thousand seven, I'll check that. Yeah, two thousand seven going into two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. two thousand seven. Okay. Got it. So I'm like, they're not going to open for me. But but sure enough, someone checked voicemail. No fucking way. And they call me up. It's a Monday. Like, it was, was a Monday. Monday. Okay. okay. So it, I'm telling you, it's closed. And so the guy's like, look, if you really want to buy an engagement ring, I'll meet you at the store. I'm like, no chance. 
You're about to win the. You're about and, and to. You're I about was, to vault yourself into the most bougie <laughs> MFR on this podcast, and it's never going to be close. If you're telling me, <laughs> if you were about to tell a story about how you made a jewelry store open up for you for Bougetron. a wedding, for, yeah, you were. You, you're bougetron, you, man. Lube up, buddy. Lube up because yeah, you're never returning from this one. You are. This is happening. Lube up. Yeah. 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 No, I'm well, the sun that sets on the Jewish the funny Here thing was go. after I left the voicemail, I was like, well, if they never call me back, then clearly that's a sign I shouldn't propose. Right. So I was like, I, I won't do it again for six months kind of thing. But th- th- they call me back and they're like, yeah, if you, if you want to come in the store and look at some stuff, like I'll meet you there. I'm like, uh, okay. Well, I, and at this point I like, don't really want to go. Cause I've resigned. And it's not going to work out. You got, but I'm like, feet, man. Well, I, I made the call, so, like, I can't not go now. So I go. Mm-hmm. I find the ring. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, I had the money. Like, I make the payment. I get the ring. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> Straight cash, homie. Um, shout out. Uh, I mean, I don't, know if my dad, I don't know if my dad's still on the thing. He um, is in the chat, and he says he remembers this well. By the way, yeah. but for the patrons... Stay tuned to the uh, uh, the extra podcast that we're going to do later, where Andrew's going to tell us how much he paid for this ring. Well, uh, you got to be me, you got to be a patron. This. You got to be a patron to find that out. Let me say this very quickly. Uh, my dad will appreciate this. His father died uh, close on the heels of this, and <gasps> and he he donated him. Mean, he gave me money, like it was part of. Yeah. I, I don't know how it skipped a generation, but I got some inheritance. Okay. And like that, all that money paid for the ring. So wow. it was just like, it wasn't a ton of money, but it was just yeah, like, yeah. Okay. it was, it was amazing. Like it was amazing that it skipped the generation and he like intended that for me. And it was just like, it was a, an amazing moment where it was just like, I can put all of this towards something that is like truly magical. So I, it was actually like really special, but anyway, so I go there, I find the ring, I get it. And I'm like, okay. Do you well, remember the name there. of the guy who opened up the store for you? Yeah. Okay, yes. good. No. I, so then I, I'm like, you should, I you should remember his name. Uh, I don't remember his name. Oh, you're an asshole. Oh. You are an asshole. As as the yeah. owner of a 2,000 square foot shop, shop yeah. uh, who has gone out of the way sometimes for my customers, I'm very disappointed, Andrew. I'm yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, uh, let's see, this year will be my 15th year anniversary, actually. So this was anyway. this was 17 years ago. Yes, correct. Okay. So. Anyway, you should shop at Oakenheart. Uh, yes. Thank you, Tommy Oakwin. My dad just reminded me in the chat. It was Tommy. Tommy. Thank you. Tommy. So it was one Tommy. of the. Owners. If you want to sponsor the, the podcast, yeah, uh, we'll. They're down the street from me. Sponsors. You want me to uh, walk down the block and go ask him? Uh, so anyway, so- it went from it went from like this is my girlfriend to <laughs> I'm proposing to her within like New Year's three, Eve. within three hours, and it's New Year's Wait. Eve, and thankfully we were all going to dinner at Arno's, and when right. I say we all, I mean. Me, my parents, my 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 girlfriend at the time, and her parents. We were all just going to Arno's. Did any and of so, them know you were going to propose? I'm none, no one knows. At this ocean point. No one knows. No one knows. You didn't run it by the parents first. Nope. Yeah. 
Wow. Oh, hold on, hold on. So wow. I have the ring and I'm like, okay, right there. I, I need to thread the needle here. Yeah. So my, my wife, we're, we, we go to Arno's, the table's not ready yet. We go to the bar, we get a cocktail. My wife goes to the bathroom, my, oh, wow. my girlfriend at the time. And I go up to her, her dad, Bob, uh, hey, who's my, hi, now Bob. my father-in-law. We and I say, Bob, like, I don't have a lot of time here. Like, I'm really, <laughs> I'm kind of against the gun. Any timeouts left? Like, I didn't know how quick Oakland Hart was going to turn this around, but like, I got this today. Like, I Bob, I, Bob, Bob, I wasn't sure if I was charming enough to get the yes. owner of Oakland Hart to leave his house in his pajamas and That's open right. up the goddamn store just yeah. for me, Bob. That's right. But apparently, but apparently, I've got uh, I've got some je ne sais quoi, and here we are with the ring. Yeah. So. Yep. And, and and so I'm just like, I'm sorry to put you on the spot without much time to consider. But your daughter's about to come back from the bathroom. To be fair, you knew he was going to say yes. You've kn- I'm you were trying to make this happen tonight. Like you now. Tonight. Yeah. So, uh, yo, do I have your permission? And he just goes, and this is like typical of my, my father-in-law. He's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, sure. You yeah, know, it's just up, like, <laughs> I was like, wait. So it kind of gives me a quick affirmation. And then I'm like, all right, I guess, okay, we're done here. Oh, man. We're, and so then, you know. So you did it in, at Arnaud's. Uh, yeah, at Arnaud's. Yep. Um, Kevin, this story couldn't be more bougie. It's just, it's impossible. No, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm done. This is, it's Wait, over. It is over. It's not even bougie, story. though. It's not, it's not like I was like throwing ding, my name ding, or my weight ding. around. Like they had no idea who I was. It was just like someone checked voicemail and it was just like divine intervention, though. You know, oh, it was just man. like. This week, I'll tell the story of how I proposed to my ex wife. Yeah. I don't have a lot. <laughs> the funniest part uh, is. Um, I don't have a lot of time. Like he might have thought the funniest thing he could have thought you were dying and been like, "Oh my God, he's gonna, he's got like terminal So here, here, uh, yeah, my dad's asking me to finish the story. So I put, I, I went to the, the, the our server, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna propose to this girl tonight sitting next to me. I'd like to put the ring in her champagne glass." And they were like, "Yeah, we got that." So I put the ring in her champagne glass and they bring champagne out and she doesn't notice it for like half an hour. Jason champagne? No, not Jason. <laughs> so, so she's drinking the champagne. We're all just hanging out and I'm just sitting there like waiting for her to notice. And it doesn't happen for like half an hour. So wow, that was an additional thing that was kind of weird. Did everybody, everybody's like, nobody was like, hey. Check the check the wine glass. No, because like I think everyone kind of wanted it to be like an authentic discovery. Oh. So we were all just kind of waiting. And everybody else knew about it. They were well, yes, it. everyone knew at this point, but it was like no one thought it would take half an hour. Everyone was like, "Surely she'll." So basically, this your out. wife. Are you and saying your wife's an idiot? Maybe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, she married me, didn't she? That's true. That's right. But but like I think we were thinking the whole time, like surely she'll figure this out in the next ten seconds. 
and then minutes 10 later. seconds became 20 seconds, became 40, became, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's 30 hilarious. minutes. Thomas, you should have dropped in the soundbite one hour later. Um, <laughs> one hour later. Um, well, I will Jesus. say what's funny. Um, so you got engaged uh, New Year's Eve twenty seventeen. Hey, you brought up Oakland Heart, so yeah, I know, I know, no, no, I, I got, but I, but it's funny because you got, I got engaged uh, nine days before you. I got engaged December twenty second, two thousand seven. Kevin, we are nine days into the off season and we're already off the rails at hour 45. Not at Olive Garden, no. no. <laughs> oh, nah. so, so, so Juge, Juge, did, did, did she enjoy her Italian tapas at Arno's, though? <laughs> <laughs> we had a great meal, Kevin. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Oh. This would be a good meme. Maybe we we'll do behind the scenes. We'll do if you want everybody's yeah, well, yeah. story. We'll go behind. Well, the we'll scenes. get we'll we'll get Ralph and yeah, yeah. That is a good behind the scenes. Yeah. Um. Netter, Jason Champagne says never criticize your wife' choices. Remember, you're one of them. Uh, Thomas, what's what's next? We have any more questions? <laughs> no, no that man. Come on. That's why I can't. And, and also, that that question was 20 minutes long. How many right. more questions did you? <laughs> no, 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 no. We got to end it on Juge though. That's yeah, no, we're done. On. That's what I'm saying. That's, right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Thomas, before done. we get out of here, give us a uh, final MVP tally. You boosh fa- Fantastic show. Tons of generosity. <laughs> Thanks to <laughs> Dan Checo, to Octoberist, to Badridge, to Jason Champagne. Hey, no, one for- no one forget the highlight tonight was... Malort as Ralph's third oh, shot. Malort is disgusting. Third. Yeah, free shots tonight, guys. We're doing free, a mailbag. Oh, you know what? Shots. I might stick around for the mailbag. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. oh, Jesus. We'll do another hour mailbag because we'll all, we'll all be there. It'll be great. It'll be great. 30 minutes. Now the biggest thanks to the MVP with 76 Beckaroos, the legend himself, who is... The one and only Hatchet John. No! I didn't win? No, no you, you didn't. Donate more money next time, you bougie yeah. mother effer. Hatchet John, got, Hatchet John won with three times five gift Hatchet subs. John, you're amazing. Oakland Heart, um, donate more money to the podcast so I can. That's right. <laughs> crazy. Next crazy, crazy. Stuff. I mean, that is. We. Oakland like, Heart should donate should to the click, podcast. They, they, I mean, the ads that well, we just gave them. I was about to say, well, we should definitely clip this, uh, Thomas, and send it to them. Uh, and be like, sponsor the podcast. Yeah, this is, uh, you're welcome. That would be the longest clip of all time, welcome. man. Tommy, Tommy Oakland. 100,000 listens, go. views a month. I'm just saying, Oakland Heart, we'll move, we'll move merchandise. Yeah. Just That's right. Um, and thanks. move Malort, too. Uh, for people that just listen to this podcast and they're new to it, off season we get off the rails. Other people doing drafts, giving you forty times in mobile. We're talking about uh, engagement rings and um, and alcohol and Bougetron and Malort. Uh, thanks Malort. for listening. This- and supporting Saints Happy Hour, please go to saintshappyhour.com, become a patron, and support the show. We can't do this without you guys. Thanks to everybody who supports the show. Y'all do amazing stuff. S- sticking with us. Uh, we have so we have 
I was looking at Patreon this week. I know I'm getting off script, Thomas. We have over 180 people that have been with us three plus years. That is freaking amazing that you guys do that and support the show that long. We love all you guys. Thanks to Dave. Thanks to Andrew. Thanks to Kevin. Uh, Thomas, the best producer on earth, running the show back in Poland. Remember, kids. If you're going to support a Saints podcast, you ought to support the one that wins awards. Until next time, the bar is closed.